Welcome to Brownlow Bar, where we discuss Brownlow, footy, beers and bets. Alrighty, welcome uh, to the podcast today, Neville. We're without um, Andrew today. We are, mate. That was a little bit, uh, I don't know, Bards is always up and about and you're just very sad. Yes, I'm a bit upset bit that upset. he's not here, you know. Um, Got to take the big dog's roll on. Yeah, 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 yeah. At least we'll have a good podcast and probably extra listens. Uh, people don't like listening to his shit, so um, <laughs> we'll... Um, <laughs> Why isn't he here, by the way? He, he's sick. He, um, he's he got the spicy cough. Oh, the dirty um, old spicy cough. So he's in ISO, isn't he? Yeah. So He's well. Don't worry about him. We've checked on him. He's well, but he he's just doing fine. the right thing. That's yeah. right. Staying at home. Anyway, um, I've got um, got the beers again today. Um, I've bought in the James Squire Swindler. It's a tropical ale. Um, yes, I have had this one as well. You've had this one, of course. <laughs> um, anyway, before... Before uh, we get too far into it, let's uh, crack on. Good beer. Good beer. Ooh. All right, so school's out. A um, couple of things uh, from the weekend there, Neville. Essendon, 150-year celebrations. What do you think about that? Mate, I thought it was pretty good. I thought 450 bucks a head to go and have dinner was a bloody lot. And... Uh, I heard a little rumour that they actually gave a few of the tickets away towards the end because they were that expensive. Well, they couldn't sell them. So that's a little bit of a worry. But, mate, I thought I thought it was good. The celebration on the ground was good beforehand. Um, yeah, and Heppel's speech, mate, that that was pretty good. Yeah. Half those Did, blokes that haven't worn... Up enough, no, it didn't. But half those blokes that probably haven't worn footy boots for about 20-odd years or more probably wanted to put them on after that. That was pretty good. Yeah, they would have been pumped up. Um, I I loved it. I thought it was all great, having all those legends of the game there. Yep. Um, I would have liked to have seen Essendon actually show a bit of heart and soul and get out there and and compete, actually get close on the scoreboard and maybe win the game. I thought they've got a team there that can do it. You've got guys like Hurd, um, Fletcher, Long, all these greats of their team that are there in their huddle before the game. If that doesn't get you pumped up to play, I don't know what, what will. So I know they never led the game, I don't think. Maybe by a point. Um, but, mate, they're in it for the first quarter. I think it was almost level at the first quarter or a point in it or something. And then the last quarter, they actually, um, I think they won. They did win the last, so first and the last, but... The middle two were absolutely atrocious. They got out to like a 38-point lead or they something. They did, mate. So, like, there were... <laughs> the funny thing is there was no goals kicked in the second half of that game. By... Either. Oh, no, sorry. There was in the third quarter, but there was no goals kicked in the last quarter whatsoever. Mm. Disgusting. So, yeah. Um. All right. Yeah, good game anyway. Don't know what um, you thought, Bards, but it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, say something if you're, <laughs> if you're here. <laughs> No, he's not here. Not here. Uh, all right. Um, so, <laughs> next one there. The Big Freeze. Uh, great. I love the Big Freeze. Great uh, great day. Great weekend. Great moneymaker. I think they, they raised over $2 million again. Yep. Unreal. Um, the slides. The sliders. They were uh, pretty entertaining. Who was your favourite? bit different to the last few years. Normally, there's one that stood out. Um, Hamish Blake, I, I liked. But my favourite had to be... And 
next player from another one of my favourite codes, and that has to be Justin Langer, dressed up as Rocky. It's just, it's Justin Langer, mate. He's a Australian icon. Um, not necessarily fully related, but I love the bloke. Um, I grew up every summer watching him play cricket, watching him fight with his mate Hados, and it was great to see him go down. So probably that just for nostalgia purposes. Yeah, right. Um, I... I did like Hamish Blake. I thought he was yeah. funny as hell. He was always had the, funny. Had the big nip slip at the end <laughs> as well. <laughs> Bit revealing. Just, uh, yeah, showed everyone the white pointers. So um, <laughs> that was good of him uh, to do that. He's always a comedian, though. He's funny as he hell. He is, mate, yeah. Um, all right. And uh, this one uh, is making a comeback. The root shoot electrocute. So we're going to um, sack someone, give someone three years, give someone two years. So... Uh, this week we're talking about uh, captains of their clubs. So we've got three oh, okay. here. Not the uh, coaches. No. The, oh, no. The word association this week without bards. No, that's right. Bugger. Um, so captains of the club. Um, some of these guys might have lost the belief of their teammates, um, might have lost sort of belief in their leadership abilities. Yep. Um, they've been there for a while. Um, is it time for someone new to stand up at these clubs? Okay. So we've got Dyson Heppel. Yep. Rory Sloan. Yep. And Jack Zebel. Okay. Root shooter. Let's I wish get, I mate. knew their ages. Um, mate, I'm giving my three years to Heppel. I think he's got plenty of football. He's the best footballer in that group by a country mile and offers the team the most. And we saw on the weekend that he can still inspire not only his own players, but people that still love the club. So I reckon you give him your three. Um... Unfortunately, Rory Sloan's too slow to do anything. I like. I, I'd like to keep him for one, but mate, I think Rory. Sorry, mate, you're getting the sack, and I think I've got to give Jack Zebel the one year. Um, and it's only because you are still offering something on the field. It's not a lot, but you can offer something to that young Kangaroos team. Rory Sloan, mate. Oh, mate, you're you're going to struggle to be in the best 22 at the Crows. I think, mate. So, as much as I like you, and I know you're. A, Andrew Bars is a massive fan here. you got to go. Yeah. Uh, I agree with all of that, Nev. Yeah, yep. Dyson's, um, he sticks around for a while. He's He missed a couple of years with all that drug saga stuff. So um, and, a, he, and a bad foot injury or something just after that too. So he, mm. like, I know however old he is, he's probably two years younger yeah. with the amount of kilometres he's had in his legs, you know, hard that's, footy. So. That's right. Zebul's found, he's, he's just a key player, either forward or back. He can... Still mark, kick, um, show the aggression that he needs to as a captain. They still need that leader on the field, don't they? Yeah, and Rory Sloan, after that Achilles injury, I think he, he's just cooked. I don't think he can come back from that. No, he was um, slow before. Yeah, and, and they've got young guys like Laird, um, Keys that can stand up in those yep, roles Schallenberg as well. Yeah, wants to try and um, get in there. Jackson Hately's been going well lately. Yeah, that's it. Uh, anyway, uh, that's all. Nothing there for Bards. There, mate. Uh, let's uh, jump into Nuclear Nev. I should be going nuclear on flu season because I bloody hate it. As you can hear, my voice is just a little bit off. Don't worry, I've tested. I do not have the spicy cough. I'm allowed to be here. But I sound horrible. But I'm not going to go there. I am probably... I'm going to go after the media this week. Football media in general. Or media in general. Um, And it's the way... 
I should go nuclear at the bloke behind behind me next door. <laughs> Holy hell. If you can hear that in the background, apologies. But they've had a shed sitting there for friggin' months and they decided to put it up on podcast day. But it's anyway, pod day. It's pod day. It's pod day. Everyone <laughs> should know. But anyway, um, yeah, the media. And the reason why is because the way that they treat stars differently. Okay, Willie Rioli, right? Got on the blow a few a, a couple of years ago, I think, didn't he? Had a few nose beers. How long did he have out? Uh, two he, years? He missed a, got a strike. Year, yeah. At least got a year, if not two, right? Mm. And everyone slammed him. Slammed him. Young footy player. Just entered the game. Slammed him. Was he on nose beers? Did he, was he Billy Rioli? Because he was just... No, nah, I think it was nose beers. Nose beers, I think too. it was nose beers. Anyway, um, Bailey Smith... Mm. On the nose beers in his time off, hasn't didn't test positive. I think that might is that possibly it's the probably difference. Probably the reason I reckon. Yeah. But mate, everyone's like, oh, get around him, give him a cuddle. He's got these mental health problems. Blah blah blah. We got to look after him. Okay, we got to look after our young stars and not blast them. But why are you allowed to cuddle him? Is it because he's got long hair and he's a poster boy? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, they absolutely slammed Willy Rioli. And I don't know if it's a Victorian thing. Let's get around the Victorian and let's just blast anyone else that's... Because hey, Willy Rioli got absolutely friggin' flogged for indulging, as Bailey Smith liked, likes to call it. Bailey Smith, we all got to give him a cuddle. Just not a big fan, to be perfectly honest. Mm. Um, the fans... Don't want to see that from these kind of players because they're role models and they're all the same. They don't want to see it, okay? But they are roughly all in the same boat generally. But the media, they just pick and choose who they want to love and who they want to hate, and it's a fucking joke. Get over yourselves. All right. If he wasn't pretty and he didn't have long hair, give me someone if they had done the same thing. If that the media probably wouldn't have got around. They wouldn't have got around. Give me a name. Uh, Toby Green. If that, oh my God! If that was Toby Green, mate, he wouldn't be playing AFL again. Nah, he'd be. He'd dead. have to go to Ireland and play Gaelic football. It's the only way he'd be able to kick a ball again. He'd be pretty a, good that's a perfect example. Mm. He's not a media darling. Yeah, now you've got me going. Mm. Sorry, mate. Good work. Um, all right, very good. Uh, let's move into our highlights and lowlights for the week. Um, my highlight we've already sort of touched on was the um, Bombers' 150-year celebrations. Yep. Just that huddle before the game with. Um, all those legends of their club involved in it. Pretty crazy, um, eh? I would have liked to have seen a word or two from like a James Hurd or a fucking a Longy or someone just stand up and say, boys, you have been playing like dog shit. <laughs> right? We don't come here <coughs> out of retirement to come and watch you guys when we're celebrating our 150-year anniversary. We don't come out here to watch you play like shit. I want you to lift. And that, w- I reckon, would have just lifted an yeah. extra level on top of what he's done. Uh, but, yeah, son. okay, you're a, you're a coach, though. You hate people. I don't hate people. No. <laughs> <laughs> you hate people coming in to your huddle, don't you? That aren't, isn't a coach or isn't someone involved in get yeah? Sometimes, yeah. It depends. Majority if, of the yeah, time. If it's a club legend like that, that's come in. True. And they're not pissed off their fucking rocker <laughs> when they turn up. That's fine. But... <laughs> But would in that situation, they would have had that word in the dressing room before the game, I would say. And I reckon a few of those blokes probably did. Mm. So I see what you mean. It would have been good, but does that sort of undermine 
what the captain's role is. Yeah, I don't know. Be. But still good. Mm. Yeah. I like it. Sorry to. What's your down, highlight, mate? Mate, my yeah. highlight. It's not footy related. Oh. It's another code. It's the Aussies making the World Cup. Oh, yeah. Mate. Nice. Well, they, they weren't favourites to win mate, that game, were they? They were rank outsiders. Mm. Okay. A couple of days ago, we had to play the UAE. Should have beaten them. We did. Um, and then we had to play South African, South American team, Peru. Mm. Ranked four, 20 spots higher than us. Mm. We're, we're paying like $3 something to win that game. Did you get on? No. I wasn't confident. Useless. But we did. Yeah. The Grey Wiggle got out. us home. I don't know if you've seen it. If you haven't, go and look for it. Yep. Go and look for it. Look it up. I'm going to go nuclear on these blokes behind us. My, so, continue. Uh, low lights now. And um, my low light uh, is just... It's sort of the media as well, I suppose. Nev, it's um, these guys that give out the awards for, for big games. So, oh, okay. like Clary Oliver... Um, gets gets the award in the losing team, and um, I just don't think like they they make that choice very very early in the game. He has a 16 disposal first quarter, and they say, oh, he's he's the winner today. He's the best on ground. He went to sleep in the second half. He had 16 in the first, had 16 for the second half, um, which you know there were players that were much better and more impactful on the game. So um, I think they they need to just not. Not decide first quarter um, who's best on ground in the game. Um, what's your low light there, Nev? My low light, um, apart from these blokes behind us. Apologies <laughs> again. Um, but it's the way... It's Brian Taylor. Okay? You don't like him. Mate, I thought he's a colourful commentator. And he gets you up and about. But, mate, a couple of things. He doesn't know who the player with the ball is half the time. So, that's one thing. But it's the way, especially on like Thursday, Friday nights when he commentates those games, and you got Daisy Pierce on the sideline, mate. He literally ignores her commentary, her insights, etc., and just brushes them off so nonchalantly. Nonchalant. Nonchalantly. However Jeez. you want to say it. Um. Yeah, it's it. It just disrespects her, and she, in my opinion, is one of the She's best. She's very at her smart. Job. Yeah. She is unbelievable. Sees and a lot. he just lets her have her say, and then cuts in and goes, oh, 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 and then does his thing mm. again. Just acts like and a cock. He just it just annoys me. He goes too far now. Yeah. He's got this reputation that he's this bloke, and he tries to live up to it. And just the way he disrespects her almost every time that they're on the same commentary tend to I just don't like it, mate. Mm. I mean, you need to pull your head in. Yep. I agree. So, all right, uh, let's head to the newsroom. Right, a couple here. Um, Harry Perryman has got broken ribs, possible internal injuries. No return for him. Um, that could be interesting because he's starting to get a fair bit of run through that midfield. Um, so, it'll be interesting to see what happens. We know a new coach there. Yeah, just. Keep an eye out. We'll see what happens there. Um, <clears throat> Max Gorn um, hurt his foot um, in the big freeze game. Looked very sore. And it's also come out that he had a really crook back before the game. So it was probably lucky he played. Um, this buy can't come any sooner for the Demons. But him especially, mate, being a big fella, just got to get his body back right. So um, it's probably not a big issue because they got the buy, But it's something to keep an eye on. Um... Rising Star News, 
Jason Orn Francis suspended two mm. weeks. Rising star nom, no chance anymore. See you later. Gone. Gone. So, rule him out if you got on him. I know Bards did. So, uh, <laughs> that's one you're going to get wrong, idiot. Um, <laughs> he can't defend himself either. Yeah. So let's what do you got just, to say about that, yeah, Bards? what do you got to say? Say something if Neville's wrong. No, I'm right. Cool. Yeah, um, another one, Parrish got subbed off mm. fairly early. Calf. Um, calf, but apparently it's only, it was a fairly solid corky. Oh, good. Not a tear or anything, but corkies and calves, they can take a bit to mm. come good. So that's a that's a watch, that one. He ran it out for a fair while he in did. that game. He did. He just didn't look right. Played forward so a bit, yeah. He should be right, but, mate, he's right up there, and he's their best vote getter, so we've got to keep an eye on that. Um, Adam Chera was subbed out early with a hemi. Um, for the Blues, that will be interesting um, to see what happens there. So, because he's been pretty good, so just mess with their engine room a little yeah, bit. Yeah, the little dynamics. Bit, so we'll see what happens. Um, the only other one I got is Zorko. Um, did his hemi. Um, they do have the bye this week, so that's a good thing. But he's he's only been able to touch and go for the week after. So mm. it's at least a two, probably a two week, um, a two week hemi. Mm. Old man. Got leg issues. Got I mean, it could careful. be a calf for all he knows. It could be his bloody ear. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, we know he's not getting a lot of votes this year, but he's been playing well enough to possibly get a vote here or there. And we might have been a bit slack against him because of his mouth. His mouth, I think, has been worse this year than what it has ever been. Yeah. But yeah, he is one of their better players. So if he's out for more than, obviously, he's not playing this week, but if he's out for a few weeks after that, yeah. That's all I got, mate. Oh, sweet. Yeah. All right. Nice. Little, this is uh, weird little without bards. It is. It's a lot more quiet. It feels like we're getting through it way quicker. Yeah, because we're not just talking about bards this, bards that. <laughs> we're, and we don't just have to try and cut him off. We're hitting the facts. We are. And uh, we're, we're burning through here. Um, we're into the votes already, Neville. <laughs> it is going to be a quick pod tonight. Short, sharp, straight to the Precise. point. Precise. Yeah. That's what we're here for. We'll fucking get that dip beer down nice and quick too, don't you worry. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we're going to get straight into the votes now. Um, Tigers Port. Um, Nev, do you want to take us away there, mate? I can take us away there, mate. Um, so Tigers Port. Um, was a pretty good game, this, for a Thursday night. I'm not a fan of Thursday night footy, I've decided. You're not? No, we spoke about a few weeks ago. I'm, I'm leaning more towards not, especially on a weekend where there's only six games of footy. In five days, I don't know. Just, uh, just get rid of it. It's fine. Just give me Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and just smash, smash the games in there. But anyway, back to me votes. Um, I gave it to a tiger because they won the game. Um, and I gave it to Dion Prestia. Now, no one in this game stood out and went clear leader here, three votes. So this could go to probably three or four different blokes. But I went with Dion Prestia, mate. Um, just thought he led from the midfield. I don't. It, it, it was almost a toss-up, to be honest. So yeah, he had 25 disposals. Um, I think he did. He lead clearances though. I think. Uh, oh, I don't know. I man. think he was right up there in his clearances he, anyway. No, he was so. close. Yeah, he was the best for the Tigers anyway. Yeah, and like that's why I went there. So yeah. yeah. I, I had uh, Liam Baker uh, for the three votes, 26 and one. Yep. Uh, one goal, um, seven inside fifties. Although he's, he was really good again for them. Um, Badzi looks like he's still the same. He's gone Baker for the three t- as well. Okay, yep. Well, mate, he's actually missed out on the votes for me. Baker? Yeah, surprisingly. And I had him up there for my three for a while. That's mm. how, like, blanket. Game. Yeah. Um, That's what the Tigers do. 
Yeah, exactly, mate. Carl Amon got mine. Uh, leading possession getter on the ground. Kicked a goal, but had 10 marks as well. Hmm. So Big game. Yeah, mate. I know they didn't win, but I'll tell you what. If Port had a one, he got my vote straight away. But it's because they lost at Prestia, got on top of him. Yep. I uh, I had Prestia for my two vote as well. You said it all already, yep. Nev. It was outstanding. Um, and Bards went with Amon with the two. Okay. So yep, There you go. Um, my one, I mean, this was a toss-up between Baker. Just to say he didn't get him my votes this week. So it's a toss-up between Baker and this man. I gave it to Travis Boak. I know he's on a losing team again, but 25 disposals, got marks, got tackles, stood up as the old leader that he is. I know his team didn't get the win, um, and he probably doesn't get this, but he does get votes in games that he probably shouldn't regularly. So, yeah, I've given him the one. Yeah, I also gave both the one, okay. Neville, um, and Bards went with um, Dion Prestia yep. for the one vote. Uh, we move over to Bombers um, Carlton now, and uh, I had Paddy Cripps up there. Uh, he started slow, um, didn't look that good, but his second half, he just exploded. He ended up with 28 touches um, and From a goal. Too, eh? Just really late, he just went bang, 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 kicked a nice goal, um, you know, did all those things that he does to stand out, and uh, yeah, he's got my three. Um, Badsy's given it to uh, Doc. Oh, yeah. Doherty did have a good game. He had 33 33 touches, nine marks across the halfback line there. Um, Just felt a bit easy for him this week. I don't know. I mean, he's still got to be bloody good to do it. Um, But, yeah. Mate, I went with Paddy Cripps as well. Yeah, nice. Yep. Um, Dylan Shields got my two. I thought he had probably his best game in the last couple of years at Essendon. Um, Just dominant through there. 27 touches, kicked a goal uh, for himself, and... um, led the clearances for the game so um, ripper and uh, and Bards had uh, Sheil as well with the two there you go um, I went with Sam Walsh for sorry the two. I like Cripper was his two Cripper was his two mate I went with Sam Walsh for my two um, 29 disposals mate I just thought him and Cripps oh, I don't know him Cripps and Hewitt were all good in that midfield they really just they just beat Essendon easily and that's half the reason why they won the game just yep. first use all the time. And I thought Walsh was really, really good. He's so consistent. He never plays bad. Do you just know what I mean? Just the motor on him. He yeah, can just get he just to goes every and goes and goes and goes. He's not as flashy as someone like a Paddy Cripps or a Dylan Shield can be. You know what I mean? But he just, yeah. Just gets, yep, there, gets it sure done. Sure does, mate. Um, yeah, I had Walsh as well with the one yep. Neville. Um, very good game from him. And uh, Badsy went with Dylan Shield. Yep. The Rolls, Rolls Royce? Yeah. Is that what he used to call him? Oh, yeah. He's Mitchell Bishy. Yeah, that's the one. But, mate, the Mitchell Bishy got up for one for me this week. So, yeah, Doc misses out, unfortunately. It was, it was bloody good. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Freer Hawks. Yeah, mate. My turn. Go for it. Um, mate, this game was super easy for the three vote. Um, and it's one of the Brownlow favourites, I think. We can quite easily say now. And it's Andrew Brayshaw. Mate... The guy put on a clinic. He was streets ahead of pretty much everyone in this game. 37 disposals, made six tackles, got six marks. And what did he do? Kicked the match-winning goal, mate. Kicked a match-winning goal. But not just the match-winning goal, but he's kicking goals. Mm. We spoke last week that the reason why what might cost him is Lockie Neal's started to put that string in his bow. Brayshaw kicks a goal. Bang. Done. I agree, and uh, so does Bards, mate. We have a unanimous here, Andy Easy Brayshaw. Yep. Um, 
it was a good game, actually, this one. And this bloke turned back... I don't know if he turned back the clock, but he rolled the Mustang out of the garage, mate. Jaeger O'Meara. 30 disposals, kicked a goal as well. Um, marked, tackled, did everything. He was their best. And that's why he got my two. He was, I agree, Neville. Two votes for Jaeger O'Meara as well. He was unreal. And Badsy's gone with um, Caleb Sarong, who... Um, he had a ripper game as well, 33 touches um, of his own there through the middle. He did, mate. Um, he was close. My issue with Sarong, mate, is 33 touches and it only touched his foot eight times. Mm. That just doesn't get a vote for me, I don't think. Um, it's way too lopsided. He only marked it once as well. And he only made four tackles, surprisingly. So he got a lot of ball, but it was pretty much get it, get rid of it. The umpire wouldn't have even known he touched it, I think. So, um, Hayden Young got my one across the halfback there. That's probably a career game for him, I think. 31 disposals, 21 of them kicks, marked it 10 times, repelled everything. He, I think, was the big one this week um, that benefited from Chapman not playing, I think. Um, he was the one that was able to run off, and, yeah, he played really, really well. Yeah, pretty good game from Hayden Young. And uh, looking at those stats, I should have probably given it to him because he just, he hit the criteria. just 8 and 10, and he just... Just snuck in with it. Ooh. However, I went with um, the handball handball king Sarong with my one vote as well. Yeah. Um, he he led the score involvements in the match, so um, you know having a hand Someone's in, in all these the scores. Work, um, yeah, he he got that one for me. And Bards went with Jaeger O'Meara. Yep. Um, for his one vote. Uh, so Lions Saints next, mate. And um, it's good when the cats don't play. It's not. It sucks. <laughs> Boring week. Uh, anyway, Lions Saints. So Lockie Neal just carried on with his unreal. Carried on is the word. unreal form. Um, he's got my three votes in this game. Um, just you know, his work around the ground. He had 37 touches as well. Um, he he's right in the umpire's eye line now. The last four or five weeks of footy, he's just stood up and he if if he gets 37 touches doesn't matter what everyone else on the field is doing because they're saying he's still touching it 37 times. Brownlow medalist, isn't it? And he's a Brownlow medalist in the past. The last five weeks we've had to give him votes. Um, he's going to get the votes again. Um, it, I didn't give him to him. And he quite possibly will get him. But I gave it to Bags. Old mm. McCluggage, mate. I thought his game was exceptional. He 33 was disposals. Mm. He hit the scoreboard, which is a big one. Um, I just remember him just being absolutely everywhere. And do you want to know um, his last quarter? Mm. Nine disposals. Yep. And he kicked his goal in the last quarter too. So to me, Solid. that just goes, or oh, it just edged him in front. But mm. if Lockie gets the three on the night, uh, yeah. You wouldn't be surprised. No, exactly yeah. right. I, um, I tossed up between those pair. Um, Badsy went with McCluggage as well. Yep. Um, obviously, the same reasons as you, Neville. Um, and I had him for the two vote. Yep. Um, just unreal game. He's put on a good probably three weeks of footy in a row now. Yeah. Um, starting to warm up that Porsche, as you call him. All the cars are out of the shed this week. They are, mate. They are. Um, my one vote went to... Who's your two? It... Neil. Oh, yeah. Lucky Neil. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. Lucky Neil. Yep. That's good. And I'm just used to giving him votes. Yeah, mate. Badsy's two vote wasn't Lucky Neil. It was um, another line. Yep. Jared. Yep. Jared Lyons uh, with the two. I don't know much about him, but uh, he reckons he's pretty good. Yep. Who's your one? My one, Jared Lyons, mate. And I'll tell you why. Okay. 
How many disposals do you reckon he got in the last quarter? 12. More. 14. 14 disposals in the last quarter, mate. Um, That's pretty good. <laughs> just huge, mate. Um, That's why. Because he just tore it up. And when the game was... In I the mean, balance? Yes, but he probably was in the balance for a fair while. And then the Lions just sort of kicked away at the end. And he was a big part of it, mate. He Every time... There was like a mark or a ball. It, it was him with it. And I was like, where the hell did this bloke come from? But, mm. yeah, so that's why he snuck the one. A huge last quarter gets it. Yep. Really good. Uh, I had Brad Crouch there for the one. I felt like he was the best of the um, the Saints. Yep. Kicked his goal. Had 26 touches. Um, just did his usual clearance work. A few more meaningful um, touches than the likes of, like, Jack Sinclair, for instance, who was good again. Yeah, that's right. And 10 tackles as well to go with it. Yep. So. Uh, I'm surprised Badsy doesn't have him there, but uh, he's gone with uh, Lockie Neal yeah. with the one vote, obviously. Oh, only the one. Yep. A bit uh, of a demotion there. Next, Giants Roos, mate. Giants Roos. Oh, I'll go with that. Um, well, Badsy's not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd know. He'd probably still try. Um, Caniglio. Yep. I'm going with a name here. 34 disposals, three goals from the midfielder, Three goals, two, mind you. Unreal. Best player on the park. Very close to another one. But I think Cogs just shades it. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, Cogs was a champion. He just found the footy a lot and um, and hit the scoreboard with three beautiful snags. Like, um, he's in form as well yeah. this week. There, I mean, it's only the ruse, but still, yeah. you, you can only play who's in front of you. That's Everyone right. gets to play him, so... He was outstanding, and uh, no surprise, Bart's gone with Cogs as well. Yep. Um, the next bloke, he might get it. Harry Hummelberg. Mm. Kicked a goal. 37 bloody disposals. Mm. 16 marks. Um, uh, just, <clears throat> mate, he's a key forward, but he got all of his ball in the back half. Yeah, they played so he, him as yeah, a defender played him as a, the day. Uh, and he absolutely shut it in. Mm. So I couldn't go past just the sheer bulk of numbers, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. He um he beat his previous best of disposals by like fifteen or something. It's ridiculous the so, game he had. Yeah, just that will be unreal. his career best. He won't ever beat that. I doubt it. I'll, yeah, I'll, big put, time. I'll put a can on it. But I bet you that they're not going to put him up to the forward line again. They'll keep him in defence if he's going to put that sort of shit out. The issue is, um, who, who, who's, who can they put forward? Who cares? They've only got Jesse Hogan. <laughs> yeah, well. Toby Green's back. He <laughs> plays a very strong role in their team up forward. Um, no one kicked a bag against the um, Kangas, surprisingly. No, they didn't. Uh, so Himmelberg's got uh, got the two for all three of us as very well. Nice, We're on a sweep nice. here. Um, my one vote. Yep. Um, a few blokes that could have got this as well, but I think he got a vote for me last week, and that's Luke Davies Uniaki on Uniaki. the losing team, mate. Um, once again, I think he was just their best, and he just tried hard all day. And he's probably one of the only blokes in that team that can put his hand up and say, mm-hmm. I'm not giving up. 33 disposals, hit the scoreboard, mate, and he's trying. He's just got, yeah. It's good to see from a young fella. I think he's only 22, mate. Feels mm. like he's been around for quite a while. He's 23. Feels yeah. like he's been around for a while. Mate, he's going to be a really, really, really good player in this competition. In the next year or two, he's going to just skyrocket and he'll be one of these elite guys that we're looking at. And the worry um, is, the way he's if using the Roos don't get any better, someone's going to offer him the money, mate, and the Roos won't, won't, he won't want to stay. Mm. 
Uh, all right, yeah, very good. Bards had uh, Davies Uniaki as well. Ooh. So uh, we're on a sweep, but you know how I feel about that. Yep. Um, Cal like Ward. A dirty floor, mate. Cal Ward gets the one for me, guys. Uh, it's his milestone match. First guy to ever play 200 games for the Giants. For the Giants, um, yeah. He had, I think, 30 touches as well. I haven't he got his did, stats mate. up. Yeah, but, 30 touches. Um, just, yeah, he was dominant through there. Um, just finding the footy. Um, they were looking for him. He's a really good user of the ball and goes in hard at the, at the contest. So, um, yeah, I've given him the one. Um, maybe just a cheeky little little one for his um, 200th game, but um, but he deserves it. Yeah. Awesome. Um, what do you got last game? Last game, mate. Uh, the freeze. The big one. The uh, Pies D's big freeze. Um, Poet didn't even know it, boys. Now, this one... That's horrible. I sort of ummed and art about this, um, giving Oliver my three, because he's got the he got the award. He got the Neil... He got the trophy. Neil Dano, Neil Dano trophy. Trophy. Um, he was outstanding. He had 43 touches or something, but... Um, you know, there are a couple of guys that were very close. I've given it to him just to to Good. stop any drama. Um, but I would not be surprised if a couple of guys um, come knocking on the door Brownlow night and pinch that one. So I wouldn't lock it in. Uh, and Bards has got Oliver too, mate. Mate, it's Oliver. 100%. You got Oliver? Mate, with eight minutes to go, the Ds were a kick behind. Mm. So... If the D's win that game, does he get? Would he walk away with it? He gets in your. He probably gets it. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. He was the best player on the field by. They a ended up getting mile, pumped though. Would they get beaten by 20, 26. They got flogged yeah. three weeks in a row. Yeah. They literally just went bang, bang, bang. Four goals within like the last eight minutes. Took the gloss off his game. By far the best player on the field, mate. That's. Three votes any day of the week. All right. That's enough, Neville. Now, um, <laughs> Batsy's gone with my check with the two... Oh, excuse me. The two votes here. Um, very, very good game from him. And he sort of stood up as that strong marking target up forward um, to uh, to get those goals and get them over the line. Um, but mine went to um, Mason Cox. I thought he was very close to becoming best on ground in this game. He... When they needed him to, Collingwood, because um, the Demons got out to a decent lead to start the game. Um, when they needed him, he just stood up and clunked mark after mark after mark. He took eight marks, I think, for the game. I think um, he actually um, changed his glasses at halftime, mate. He must have. Because he must something. have the sunnies on, because I think he put the prescription ones on, and all of a sudden, tore it up. Because his first half, he was... Just, just another bloke on the field didn't do much. That second half was huge. He just, Agreed. he was plucking marks out of packs. Yeah, galore. Just and, glue um, on his hands. Eh? Yeah, kicked a goal, one goal, two. Had twenty-one touches, um, which is outstanding for someone that's the tallest in the competition, two hundred and eleven centimeters, um, and he's wearing fucking sunnies on the field. If he doesn't stand out to the umpires, they're not fucking watching. He went. Like, third quarter, seven disposals. Fourth quarter, he had nine disposals, mate. Yeah. Like, for, exactly. a, for a key tall forward, that's insane. Yep. It's insane. Unreal. That's 16 in the second half, which is exactly what Oliver did in the second half. There you go. So, um, but, uh, yeah, he's not two metres fucking 11, is he? <laughs> <laughs> um, I went with Bards there for my two, mate. Um, my check. I just thought he, he was... He, he's a funny old player, my check. He can be nowhere for three weeks and then pop up for a game-winning game and then disappear again. Um, geez, if he was more consistent, geez, he'd be 
he'd be very scary, a scary player to match up on. I agree. Ten marks, five contested, and um, kicked four snags straight. Um, he was he was very very good. He's he, a great he kicker goal. He gets my two as well. Yeah. Um, apparently under an injury cloud, but um, didn't look like didn't it. Didn't Cox get you two? Uh, yeah, sorry, he gets my one, my yep. check. Who got Bards' one? Uh, Bards' one went to uh, Jack Viney. So he he's had some good games Mate. this year, and he played another ripper. But, um, you know, there were some big numbers thrown around in this game, and uh, and he's right in the middle of it. So yeah. well, the kick, one kicked vote, a goal, 33 touches. The one vote he gives Viney, I gave it to him as well, mate. Viney also made 12 tackles, but marked the ball seven times as well. So he wasn't just caught in the contest. Mm. He spread well. Um, if only he had a bit bigger boot, there was one or two times he kicked at goal from literally 40 out and it still fell short. Um, yeah, just doesn't have the leg to to kick it far, but, mate, he was... He's getting back to his best. Tell you who was shit, Ed Langdon. Fuck me dead. For someone... I had a look at his stats the other day and he goes like 30, 37, 25, 28, 8, Do you want to know 35, what I is? 36, 7... I reckon it all depends on the team he plays because... They chuck a tag on him. Well, not only that, but the type of style of play they have because he is an elite running wide winger, basically. Mm -hmm. He does all his work down the wing. If you stay away from his wing or you go down the corridor more, he doesn't get involved in the play as much. So, um, great player, but, yeah, a bit inconsistent and obviously can only play well when a game plan is... Designated to suit him. Yeah, I, I think it's just when someone gets goes to him with a tag, um, he goes to water. Yeah, the, just every game this year he's been like over twenty touches, except for three where he's gone nine, six, and whatever the hell tagged. he put out yesterday. Yeah. I guess that just disgusting. comes down to a lot of outside players don't know how to shake Ten. a tag or can't shake a tag. You know, mm. so because it's always one v one. It is. Uh, now that's uh, that's the end of our votes, Nev. Yep. Nice and quick. Nice and quick. Um, so we're going to get into our best bet. And uh, this week, uh, we're just going to call it the bet. But um, what we're going to do this week, guys, is all three of us will um, chuck in a couple of legs each from a different match. Yep. So we've maxed it out for three legs in a match. We're going to pick a different match each. So it's going to be a nine-legger, but a three-game multi. And the winner, the win- if we win, what's happening, Ty? Uh, the winnings we're going to um, donate to um, this beautiful cause. The uh, Fight MND. The, the Fight MND cause. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully we get a, a nice, big, juicy win. I mean, we'd like a win. We haven't got a win for ourselves. Maybe we can get a win for something else. That's right. So, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, markets aren't out as yet, surprisingly. Yeah, no, it's it's what little it's Monday, bit strange. Tuesday. It's Tuesday, Tuesday now. It's still not out. So, uh... Yeah, what we'll do is if you keep an eye on our socials, we'll pop we'll pop out as soon as it comes up. We'll pop it up. Mm. Um, yeah, get on if you want. But yeah, we'll uh, we're gonna if if it gets up, we will donate it to Fight MND. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing that will flag as well for you guys is that um, points bet at the moment are allowing you to multi the team's leaders. Um, so if you haven't yet, um, tune into last week's podcast. Have a listen to our um our team's multi that we, we sent out. Um, it's looking pretty good at the moment um, and you can multi it with uh, PointsBet as well as Unitab, Unibet, whatever they go by. Um, I think that's about it. 
have. Yeah, that's about it. We're not going to delve into our tallies or anything this week. Um, it's only the two of us here, so we don't really need to go over that. Um, Tem check will return after this buy round, probably. So maybe next week. Possibly next week or the week next after. Next week or the week after. Um, we thought we'd best not to do it during buy rounds, just because teams are having games off when other teams aren't playing. It just gets a bit messy, so keep it nice and tidy. Uh, I think Pearl Harbour might even be... Uh, It'll be back soon be as well, yeah. back in the next couple of weeks as well, so things over, start to ramp up from here. We should start seeing more markets come out. We're over um, the midway point of the year. We are. Um, we've obviously got our favourites out now. Bookies are starting to get a bit more of an idea on who they think is going to be there, so... Yeah. All right. Well, uh, this beer, Neville, the oh, Swindler. Yeah. Back What's, to it. Uh, the Swindler, mate. Mate, it is a good beer. Thoughts. I do like my tropical ales. Um, I'll stick it around a seven, mate. I haven't had a James Squire in a while. Mm. Um, yeah. Better beers out there, but yeah. You give it a seven. Seven for me. Yeah. I, I don't know. Fan. I don't like it that much. No. I think it's probably more of like a six. Just yeah. um, Still just better like than average. Stale piss taste. So, <laughs> yeah, not about it. Not about Probably it. even a five. If I can keep talking, it'll end up at a four. Ooh. Nah, probably five. I'll give it a five. Give it a five. Yeah, it's average. Yeah, righto. Yep. Not a fan. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll be back uh, next week. Yep. So uh, tune we'll in. Hopefully, we'll all be. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully we'll uh, all be here. Bards gets over his little little sniffle that he's got. Yep, and he didn't somehow pass it on to one of us too. That's right. Still COVID free. It doesn't sound like I am, but I am. So, <laughs> yeah, at this stage... Beautiful. All right. We'll uh, see you all next week. See you all next week. Back for another full round of footy, hopefully. Ciao. Catches.